Let me show you a little curiosity that I have noticed with how negative questions can be emphasized. Generally, you all know the, the way that questions are made, as you see here, when you use in the negative, don't, didn't, won't, aren't, wasn't, won't, etc. But to make it simple for you, in our first two lessons on the website, I emphasize patterns that use combinations of do in the question. And here's the, the present, past, and the future. So in the first two lessons, we um, review questions and practice questions using these combinations in the present, past, and future. Usually the negative is constructed like this. However, you will find people who, when they want to emphasize the negative part of the question, will split it up like this and not will follow the subject of the question. Don't you believe me? Do you not believe me? Didn't he call? Did he not call? So this puts an emphasis on the question. In our third hour in our uh, my progressive lesson plan that you find on the website, we review questions which are made using combinations of the verb to be. This is the present, the past, and the future once again. And the verb to be can be used with an adjective. It, it's also very commonly used with verbs. But whenever you have a combination in the negative question, you can once again split it as you see here. For example, aren't you tired? Are you not tired? The emphasis is on not. Wasn't he going to go? Was he not going to go? Won't they be meeting? Will they not be meeting? So this is the way in the present, past, and future, when you find the verb to be in the question, negative, either with the adjective or the verb, you can emphasize the negative question. In the fourth hour, in the lessons that I have in the website, I complete the question-making process overview by showing the exceptions, which you'll find here, with can, could, would, should, and some combinations of have. Do and be are not used in the question form. So in lesson four, we review these exceptions. And in the negative question, can't they come back? Once again, to put emphasis on this, you split it. And after the subject, you have not. Can they not come back? Could. In the negative, couldn't. Could she not read it? In, 
any combinations using wood, wouldn't they give it back? Would they not give it back? And so forth. Here you have should. Shouldn't you have called her? Should you not have called her? So the emphasis is placed after the subject. When you have have in a question, followed by a verb, uh, then have goes to the front. Uh, the exception here, obviously, is when you have I have money, when you have fa have followed by a noun or a pronoun, then it's combinations of do, did, will are used. Don't you have money? Didn't you have money? Won't you have money? But when you have it in conjunction with another verb, then the have goes to the front. So haven't you got to go? Have you not got to go? Hasn't she been happy? Has she not been happy? So these exceptions in the question-making process can also be emphasized by splitting not out here and putting it after the subject. So this perhaps is used in maybe 5-10% of the negative questions being asked by people. But it is useful to uh, be able to use it if you want to emphasize a question. So if you want to get this um, PDF for this, I'll show you where you go. If you go to the website and you go to the basics section. In the basics, if you tap on here, uh, basically we're showing you how to make questions and answers questions and sentences. And at the very bottom, you will find uh, this short video that I've made, how to emphasize a negative question. If you tap here, the same video comes up. If you tap here, you will find the PDF. Thank you.